one small step for man. <laughs> Gotta have that static effect yeah. there. One small step for man. One giant glass of wine for Brad McBoom. Do you guys have a good, like, old-timey voice to start off this podcast? We are going to the moon, not because it is easy, but because it is hard. <laughs> it is oh so hard. That's all I got. That's, yes. <laughs> what do you got? The universe is under no obligation to make sense to you. Come on, you gotta give us more old time. What the fuck? I did a Neil deGrasse Tyson. You sound like Tyson. Nathan on a Wednesday. That's <laughs> listen. I want you. I want to be very clear that Brad gave me like thirty-five fucking seconds to come up with a quote and then do it in an old timey voice. I, you get a Neil deGrasse Tyson quote. That's all you get, Brad. <laughs> Can we make one up on the spot? Yes, Matt. Matt's got one. <laughs> the flag beareth. For all proud Americans today, go forth and bear fruit. That's phenomenal. Yeah, I'm <laughs> truly inspired by that. What? You got anything else, Matt? Uh, that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your cock. <laughs> What's up, Video Landers? I'm your host, Dick Armstrong, and with me tonight is... You didn't tell me we were coming up with names, Brad! <laughs> Nathan. <laughs> Nathan Armstrong. There it is, okay. And Travelin' Matt. What is it? Travelin' Matt. Travelin' Matt. All right. And we also have a guest playing along, the man who puts the ass into astronauts, Marshall Wade. He sent me his awards, and we will see if his awards... How they stack up against ours. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. And before we get started, I want to remind everyone that you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. We are critics with attitude, which means we are uncensored, so please proceed with caution. Also, spoiler alert, we're going to spoil the movies we're talking about tonight, so if you don't want them ruined, pause the episode and come back later. Matt, we might have some new listeners tonight. How do the Golden Idols work? So the Golden Idols are 11 point-related categories, um, various movie categories which we assign for various movies. Today it's two, it can be up to four or five. And we also have a 12th category that is not worth a point, it's our what the fucks. But they are very fun. At the end of the night, we add up all the points, and whoever has the most points wins the game. Alright. Nathan, I'm going to kick it over to you. What movies did we watch tonight, and how do they stack up against each other? Well, we watched two movies this evening. Uh, the first was Apollo 13 from 1995, directed by Ron Howard, starring Tom Hanks, uh, Bill Paxton, Kevin Bacon, Gary Sinise, Ed Harris, and Kathleen Quinlan. It is our high on Rotten Tomatoes at 96%, and then a 7.7 on IMDb. Uh, followed up by The Martian, 2015, directed by Ridley Scott, starring Matt Damon and everyone else you've ever heard of. Uh, it's Jessica Chastain, uh, Shuatel Ejiofor, Kate Mara, Kristen Wiig, Sebastian Stan, Michael Pena, Mackenzie Davis. Uh, 91% on Rotten Tomatoes and our high on IMDb, 8.0. All right, so Matt, you put this versus together. It's our first versus of the year. 
why did you have us watch Apollo 13 and The Martian? So Apollo 13 and The Martian are a couple of my favorite movies. Uh, Apollo 13 was one of my favorites of 1995. The Martian was my favorite film from 2015. But also the plots are very similar. Uh, you have one or more astronauts. They're stranded in space and they must work together with uh, mission control in order to get home. So they're also very highly acclaimed. I think this is a good matchup. You just heard Nathan read the scores and I look forward to having fun with this. Any comments, Nathan? Nope. Uh, when we do the awards, guys, uh, it's going to go to me, and then it'll go around the table to Marshall. I'll read out his as well. Okay. So it'll be, yeah, just so there's no confusion at the table. All right. Um, and I want to say I really enjoyed both these movies, Matt. Um, mm -hmm. Almost every category uh, could have went either way. A um, mm -hmm. lot of similarities between these two movies, like mm -hmm. you said. Uh, there's one that I think is slightly better than the other, um, but I really did enjoy this versus. Um, can't wait to talk about it. Anything else that you want to add, Matt? Now let's do this thing. All right, Nathan, you want to give us the countdown? Blast us off. From ten or from? Let's go. Let's go three. <laughs> three, two, one. Blast. Off. So <laughs> we'll do uh, best location first, guys. Uh, I like whenever we do episodes like this where there are two films that are very similar. Um, I like it whenever you can do like an apples to apples comparison, like the the exact same location is used in both movies. I, I like that. Uh, and so I want to talk about NASA Mission Control Houston. Okay, in one of these movies, this is a location that is full of like geniuses who are strung out on coffee and cigarettes and doing like advanced trigonometry on napkins and like really solving problems as a team and like throwing parts on the table and being like, fucking figure it out, man. <laughs> and the other movie, it's just a blue room with one girl in it. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> and so like, I gotta give it to Apollo 13 on this one. I gotta give it to Apollo 13. I thought it was a much, uh, much more like lively um, location and I and I also just just uh, as a personal preference I like the old mm -hmm. kind of analog yeah. technology mm -hmm. as compared to like the newer tech you yeah. know what I mean it's just a personal thing alright Matt so I'm also going Apollo mm -hmm. 13 but I am going the Aquarius Lunar Excursion Module it's a very cool location because it's cramped it's cold it's dark the Apollo 13 astronauts are at risk of death so of course they get into arguments they're, so they're, because they're under high stress but eventually, they do have to come together in order to get home. Uh, first, they have to do the burn in order to reorient themselves in space. And then they have to transfer the energy from the LEM to the command module. So by the end of the trip, when they're saying goodbye, um, Swigert saying farewell, it's a very well-earned send-off for that uh, location because it really did help them out. And uh, it's very poignant and deservingly so. All right, Nate, what did uh, Marshall say? Marshall says, My best location goes to Apollo 13 for the Command Module Odyssey. Once they're in space, everything important and consequential happens in that module, aside from the activities happening at Mission Control. You get a, a real feeling of claustrophobia, especially once the Lunar Module Aquarius breaks off. The historical detail is impeccable, and it makes the viewer really feel like you're in space with the guys. Right on. All right, so my best location, um, I think both of these movies did a great job of bringing their locations to life. Um, there's a part of me that wants to say Apollo 13. I believe 
all of you guys said Apollo 13, mm-hmm. right? The the sets, the ships, mission control, you know, awesome. Great production design. But I have to go with The Martian. Um, it's like they took current NASA shit and tweaked it just a little bit to make it futuristic. Not too futuristic, though. You know, um, believable. It's like we really went to Mars, which a lot of people think we, we went to Mars after this movie came out. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about that quite a bit tonight. But it's just crazy that they can make you believe that we've been somewhere that we haven't. And that's why it ultimately takes my award over Apollo 13. So I'm going The Martian. That takes us to Best Character, Nathan. So for me, guys, and and a lot of this, maybe we'll come back to this when it gets to like screenplay. But because you, in Apollo 13, you get to know who these characters are before they go into space. And so I think that really matters. So for me, it's, it's Jim Lovell. Um, and you really get to see, you see him when the guys land on the moon for the first time and just the admiration that he has, not only for them, but just for the act of exploring and, and just like the admiration he has for like going up to the moon. I think some of the, my favorite scenes are just Jim Lovell just looking up at the sky and like putting his thumb up over the moon and, and thinking about like, I'll be there one day, you know? And Tom Hanks and, does a great job. Tom Hanks that. phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And you know, to Matt. I think Matt Damon does a great job in his movie, and I and I like Mark Watney as a character. It's just that, like, I don't know. Like you, um, as soon as that movie starts, you're just in it. You're just you're just in the disaster, and then you're just you know what I mean. You don't get a sense of really who he is. I know it's a book, uh, and probably in the book you get more of a sense of him. But in terms of the movie, I think Jim Lovell's for me. It's Jim Lovell's a hundred percent. Yeah. Those are fair points, but I'm still going with Mark Watney from The Martian. Uh, I think on the outset, just looking at um, him without anything else in mind, uh, he's funny, he's compassionate, he's intelligent, he's resourceful. He's like almost the perfect protagonist, but he is prone to making mistakes, like when he almost blows himself up when trying to create water, and then when he blows up the hab towards the end of the film, and he almost forgets to take his uh, helmet uh, when he leaves the hab for the last time. And I kind of disagree with you, Nathan, because you do get to know him a little bit when he's talking, when he's thinking about or talking about his uh, crewmates. So you see his compassion about his crewmates. He does talking about talk about missing his family. And then you see him a little bit at the end just talking to his um, students, like spoiler alert, but uh, uh, when he's teaching them like what not to do. So you get to do get a really good sense of who he is. Um, and Matt Damon does a really good job playing him. I think he's one of his best performances. Yeah, I agree. So that's yeah. where I'm going with best character. And I would say, too, a lot of astronauts in you know these type of movies are so vanilla, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Mark has um, kind of an everyday guy, but he's also very intelligent, yeah, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, think yeah. Matt Damon was fantastic mm-hmm. uh, portraying uh, Mark. And, and by the way, I agree with that. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> Marsh says best character it's very hard to go against Tom Hanks mm-hmm. in an acting category yeah. uh, he almost always delivers an Oscar performance and his Jim Lovell was superb as a whole the acting in Apollo 13's top notch so I'm going to give my award to Matt Damon <laughs> as, <laughs> as astronaut Mark Watney mm-hmm. uh, Hanks isn't asked to carry his film where Damon is. Uh, Damon honestly gets very little help from his fellow actors. They all deliver mediocre performances and their characters are super thin. Uh, So it's all on Damon to hold this film together and he shines beautifully. His narration is sublime. His comedic timing is perfect. He has deep emotions that are poignant. Uh, It's a standout performance. Yeah, Uh, I'm going to echo a lot of what uh, Marshall just said. I'm going with Mark, uh, Mark Watney, played by Matt Damon as well. 
just a fun and interesting character, not vanilla, <laughs> you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Tom Hanks, even though I think Tom Hanks is playing the vanilla astronaut in this, he's um, he's still Tom Hanks. He's like, you know, chicken noodle soup for the soul, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So his his vanilla is perfect, you know, yeah. for, for that kind of movie. But uh, Mark is just fun and interesting, and he's, he's essentially Robinson Crusoe on right. Mars, yeah. Yeah. you mm-hmm. know? Maybe the best Robinson Crusoe, not you know, mm-hmm. Robinson Crusoe. Uh, but I love his attitude. Um, he thinks he's going to die, but he still moves forward. Um, I actually have a quote pulled up. One of my favorite quotes from uh, this verse is not my favorite quote, but he says, at some point, everything's going to go south on you. Everything's going to go south and you're going to say, this is it. This is how I end. Now, you can either accept that or you can get to work. Yeah. That's all it is. You just begin. You do the math, you solve one problem and you solve the next one and then the next and if you solve enough problems, you get to go home. And I love that mentality. But not just that mentality. He also does it with a sense of humor. You know, uh, he can uh, deliver a great fuck line. You know, he can, even though he thinks he's going to die, he's making disco jokes. You know, um, just Mark is me if I was an astronaut. And I think I can relate to that a little bit. I'd probably add a couple of dick jokes in there if I was on Mars, but um, I, I thought Mark was a really fun character, and I think it's one of Matt Damon's uh, best performances and probably one of his best characters as well, so I'm going The Martian. That takes us to best score or soundtrack. Score soundtrack next. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to say James Horner. Okay, so I do like... Let me, let me first say I do like the use of the score and soundtrack in The Martian, right? Like, a lot of his frustration on the planet is the fact that he's stuck there with just disco music. Mm -hmm. And, like, that really, like, as a recurring joke, and and even, like, as as set-piece moments where they're listening to different songs, like, they're good beats. But goddamn, James Horner can do a fucking soundtrack. Like, and, you know, like... I think he's pulling on a lot of the, like, uh, he did Wrath of Khan, a lot of that same, like, there's just horn, like brass, like brass and space travel just go together. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and I think, again, like, I think the the soundtrack to The Martian's quite good, and it, it accompanies it really well, but I think it's the range of emotions you get from the score that James Horner did. It's, it's all, it's heroic, it's, uh... It's tense. Patriotic. It's patriotic. Yeah, yeah. It's it really brings out all of those other emotions. So for me, it's James. It's James Horner for Apollo thirteen. Yeah, I'm also going with James Horner for Apollo thirteen. You already mentioned it's a rousing score, patriotic, um, especially during the liftoff and splashdown sequences. Those are probably the most memorable um, pieces of music in the film. But also during the times when they have to figure shit out, uh, it's heavy on the percussion and the strings. A very thriller horror type score. It's just great. Um, it stirs emotions without being overbearing and schmaltzy, which I also appreciate. You could easily slip into that with this type of score, but he doesn't, so that's why I'm also echoing you going with James Horner. All right, did Marshall go James Horner? He did. Right on. Uh, I'm going to make this quick, say James Horner for the score of Apollo 13. Martian had a good soundtrack, uh, especially if you like disco, but it pales in comparison to the emotion that you get while listening to the beautiful horns of any Apollo 13 score. James Horner it is. Um, this is where it sucks to go last sometimes because you guys have covered everything. Um, Nathan, you started it off uh, saying patriotic, heroic, you know. Um, it just has that American spirit to it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like It just has it an does. American spirit to like yeah. that, that soundtrack. But what I like about it is it doesn't overdo 
the patriotic mm-hmm. sound. You know, like a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. it works for a Michael Bay movie when he does that same kind of sound, but it's just, like, it's all over the place and very you know, flamboyant, right? It's it's funny, Brad, that you should mention that because, like, my, my wife, who is not American <laughs> uh, for our audience... Uh, did think it was super heavy. Did she really? Yeah, she Apollo thought Thirteen. She thought that she thought Apollo Thirteen was very like yay America. Okay, <laughs> which I don't, I don't, I don't think that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Go but... home and pop in Armageddon. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Just, yeah. Too much. Okay, yeah. yeah I this is restrained compared to <laughs> you know uh, Armageddon or pick your Michael Bay movie. Sure. You know. Uh, but it's patriotic and heroic when it needs to be. It creates tension when it needs to be, or when it when it needs to. Uh, but then it allows for some quiet moments. Just a very good score that puts you in the movie. I also want to point out that he scored Apollo 13 and Braveheart the same, the same year. Wow. Yep. Nominated for both, mm-hmm. lost for both. How does that happen? <laughs> it fucking sucks. Uh, I think Postman won. Mm-hmm. So whatever with that. Uh, pretty cool fun fact though. But um, I'm going Apollo 13. That takes us to best quote. Guys, is is it just Houston we have a problem? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, uh, that's you like... You want us to answer that? Well, you will. Okay. It'll, it'll okay. get I to thought you, you, right? I thought that was a question. No, for, 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 I mean, it's Houston we have a problem, I feel like. It's for, in terms of, like, what's the most memorable quote from either of these uh, movies? I mean, like... I feel yeah. like it's in every Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> yeah, you know, when, when we Houston, were watching, we have a problem. <laughs> when we were watching this, my daughter Clara uh, had said, "Like, oh, is this what that's from?" Like, well, it's mm. from like real life, but yeah, yeah this yeah. is what you hear. Yeah, mm. and so it, it was just one of those like light bulb moments for her watching it. It was like, oh, I get yeah. that now. That's why. That's what that means. You know. Uh, yeah, I just think it's it's such an iconic quote. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I am going with the probably the most memorable quote from Apollo from or actually from The Martian. I'm sorry. Fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna have to science the shit out of this. That's uh, a great line. Yeah, yeah. Great a, line. It does a great job of summarizing how Mark Watney has to save himself. It kind of also does a great job of summarizing all, all the astronauts in both the movie, this movie and Apollo 13 have to save themselves. It's succinct. It's memorable. It's fun. So that's why I'm you know, giving it best quote. Nice. And uh, so Marshall, he wrote in. What did Marshall say? I am a sucker for subtle little quotes that maybe no one else catches. So obviously, like, Houston, we have a problem, is iconic. But in Apollo 13, uh, the quote that gets stuck for me is, well, it comes after 12, hun, when Lovell's (laughs) wife is showing concern because of the superstitious number 13. For him, it's just a matter of fact, and the number doesn't matter. I feel like that's the foreshadowing of his intellect and his resolve. In The Martian, there's a number of funny little quips like uh, Mark Watney, Space Pirates. Yeah, yeah. In your face, Neil Armstrong. Uh, But the one that had the most impact for me is near the end of the film where you see him on a a hill overlooking the Mars landscape. And he says, I'm the first person to be alone on an entire planet. Uh, It just gives me chills. And it reinforces to the audience just how alone this man has been for so long. Uh, It's really tough to decide which is best. I'm going to... It's tempting to tie, but I'm going to give it Martian for best quote. Nice, nice. Okay. Did you guys have any runner-ups? I, uh, I would have done pretty much the similar quote to what is in The Martian from Apollo 13. We got to find a way to make this fit into the hole for this yeah. using nothing but that. It's yeah. not a 16th, but it gives the same idea. So I was thinking of actually tying that as well, but I thought... 
the Martian one is just way more fun. Yeah. And it says it in fewer words. So yeah, yeah if I could rewrite that line yeah. in Apollo thirteen, uh-huh. I would just rewrite it. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great line that in too. The Martian. That's yeah. you know like dude, you're stranded yeah. on Mars. Like you gotta science the shit out of this. What do you say? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple other ones. I don't have them um, written down, but it's um, when everyone's worried about the Apollo 13 getting back. The uh, the old lady says, "Hey, if oh, it was like if dude. it was like a washer, yeah, you know, my my son could get that that washer. My Jimmy could land. <laughs> it. My Jimmy yeah. could land it. Yeah, you know, that's, that's a great fucking, fucking good, line you know? right there. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, that one, and then when they're talking about uh, NASA's greatest failure." And essentially, he says, "No, no, no. Yeah. You know, I see it as NASA's greatest achievement. Right? You know, yeah. something like that. This, yeah, this will be our our uh, greatest achievement. Yeah, and I do. It it's is. so yeah. fucking amazing, yeah. man, that they pulled that yeah. off. Mm-hmm. But yes, I'm going, uh, Houston. We have a problem. <laughs> Very simple. I mean, people use it to this day, dude. Hell, if you shit your pants, if you if you fart and shit your pants, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you go, Houston. Yeah. We got a problem, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like it's a, it's True. in every Jim Carrey True. movie." You know, so um, I think it, it's simple, but dude, it's it's iconic. It deserves it on legacy points alone. You know, so I'm going with Houston. We have a problem. That takes us to best screenplay. Guys, for, for me, and again, like these have they have very similar sort of structures. They have strict similar bones. Uh, Apollo 13 to me has better pacing. It has better characters. It has way more tension. Uh, when I think about a lot of scenes like... Uh, you think about they have a, a very similar scene at the very end of both films where they're waiting to hear confirmation. You know what I mean that 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 they made it. And if you think about like Apollo thirteen, where like everyone is waiting to hear to hear them come through that they've landed. Oh man, you know what I mean? I'll be talking about and that it's later. So like, and it's just it's like well, it never takes more than a minute, and it's <laughs> been a minute and twenty seconds. It's two minutes. It's to, and, and you're there with his son and yeah. his class and with every and then like and it f- finally announced it whereas so if you take that that same beat in the martian they're all waiting to hear but we as the as the audience already know we made it <laughs> you yeah, know what i mean so there's yeah. no tension in this scene mm-hmm. it's just it's artificially i don't know yeah. and that third uh, act loses me a little bit too yeah in the martian i so a lot of the martian here's my my i like the martian but I think that this story is so much better as like a four or five day thing that happens than as like a year long thing that happens mm-hmm. because you're there for every fucking thing that fucks up. I, I can't breathe. The fucking CO2 scrubber is yeah, going yeah. out. I got no fucking power. I got, you know, fucking the, the fucking lems broken. Mm-hmm. Like, whereas like it, there are so many things that happen in the Martian where you're like, fuck, I don't have any food. Boom, I'm a botanist, bitch. Mm-hmm. I'll just fucking make food. Yeah. And then, like, I can't talk to NASA. Boom, I fucking set that shit up, and it's like, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like, it's so fast. Like, mm-hmm. you if know. If I can add to that real quick, um, yeah. I, I usually have that same issue with movies. With The Martian, I didn't. Like, I really felt like Mark could pull that shit off. I, don't get me wrong. But I, I usually have that same problem. I do like The Martian. I really like The Martian. But it's like when it's ne- next to Apollo 13. Guys, I think Apollo 13 might be a pantheon movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you're talking about, like, is if this movie is dominating it, like, I, guys, it's probably a pantheon yeah, yeah, movie. Like, sure. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I like yeah. The Martian. Yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah, for me, I just think it's, I think screenplay, characters, pacing, quotes, everything, Apollo 13 better. Gotcha. 
Those are good points. I agree with some of them. I'm still going with uh, The Martian, uh, Drew Goddard. I just, first of all, I think he does a fantastic job adapting the novel. As someone pointed out in the Facebook poll, I believe, they're saying that this is a whole lot better than the novel. The novel was rather boring. I agree. I mean, he not only does he capture Mark Watney's voice, but because he decides to make the movie third person instead of strictly third person, he opens up the world. You see Mission Control. You see the Ares crew. And, yeah, I, aside from that, also he has to juggle those three plots, and he does them well. He has to make the science uh, fun. and Which he um, does, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, not to mention easy to understand and digest. I mean, same thing with Apollo 13. But I think just the combination of just being a really good book adaptation, having uh, just you... as complex a plot, uh, it think makes for a better screenplay. Even though I do agree with the third act problems, I'm going to get to those later. <laughs> But I think overall, I think The Martian has the stronger script just because it's so complicated and he pulls it off well. Did you read the source material? I did. And um, it's really faithful to it, uh, um, especially the, the Mars stuff. But I do appreciate how, like I said, it just opens up the world. So, And you can, you're able to feel the emotions better because instead of reading about how other people think about what's going on with Mark, you actually get to see them react to it. Okay. All right, what did Marshall say? <clears throat> Marsh says, This one's honestly pretty easy. I know The Martian was nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay, but it has to go to Apollo 13. The writing was beautiful, and I appreciate that they weren't afraid to be very technical. Um, I don't need to understand everything to believe that these guys are smart uh, enough to understand everything. They uh, Each actor felt very natural in their dialogue, and the story was beautifully told, so it's an easy win for Apollo 13. So I thought about Apollo 13. I was going to go Apollo 13. Um, they did a great job of honoring a real-life story. Uh, they used mission control transcripts. Um, I think that helped with the realism. But they basically just had to write a movie that, strayed, uh, that stayed true to the events. Um, it, it basically wrote itself. You know, Directing is a completely different thing. But with The Martian, they researched um, existing technology. And then, like I said earlier, they tweaked it for the future, but not too much, which I love. Uh, they kept it grounded, believable, you know, for the most part. Third act gets a little wonky. Um, again, people really thought we went to fucking Mars. Right. So on that alone, I have to go with The Martian. So that takes us to best special achievement. For me, this is a practical effects versus special effects sort of a thing. Uh, <clears throat> the weightlessness and the, the way that it looks in Apollo 13 looks better <laughs> to me really? than the weightlessness and the way it looks in the market. No, sure. uh, 100%. I agree uh, with you. Yes, you know, yes. like, and, and Especially so, with uh, Jesse Chastain. Yeah. Oh, around. my it looks, God. It yeah, looks super shit. It looks wonky, yeah. dude. Because Martian looks really good. Those scenes, super shit. Yes. Mm -hmm. I... It, they stand out. They th Those scenes... Because I think the Martian does look fucking great. Yeah. But those scenes in particular... And I, and I know it's, like, based on real technology and whatever, but, like, but in Apollo 13, they went up in a in a plane, you know what I mean? And they got a certain amount of footage of them actually simulated weightlessness or yeah. whatever. And like, it's hard to, to beat real footage of people really kind of weightless. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. When, when we're, when we're up in the station or in the ship, uh, in the Martian and they're going through the tubes and everything. And they're like, it just looks weird as fuck, man. I don't know. I did. It doesn't, yeah, it, it does doesn't get weird. me at all. Uh, so I'm going to go, I'm going with that authentic weightlessness look from 1995. 
So that, special achievement, I am going the, with the Martian, but I'm not going with visual effects. I'm going with the production does the design by Arthur Max, set decoration by Celia Bobak and Zoltan Horvath, and then the art direction team. Uh, this crew had to make the mission control of the Mars habitat look authentic. Um, like April was saying, I believe, in the Facebook poll, people thought this we really went to Mars because it looks so realistic. The production de design team was able to make science fiction look like science fact, which is a really impressive feat to pull off. Um, so that's why I'm giving this my special achievement. I mean, they also, they had to replicate the Pathfinder rover. So they had to also make existing technology look good and they had to make like futuristic technology look good like how mission control looks a whole lot more advanced and plus the spaceship yeah so i'm going with uh with uh the martian for production design all right nate what did marshall say marshall says <clears throat> excuse me after watching both films this was actually a no-brainer for me the film one film was made in 1995 and the other was in 2016 i think it was 2015 but uh, <clears throat> just like in Jurassic Park, the older special effects dwarf the new shit. Yeah. The command module looked real and lived in and worked in. The launch scene is iconic and it looks like a real television broadcast. The floating in space looks real because they went up in the vomit mm -hmm. comet like 600 times getting 25 seconds of footage each time. Wow. Meanwhile, the Martian clearly just put actors on wires and it looked ridiculous. Yeah. Another mm -hmm. win for Apollo 13. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, best special achievement. Um, <clears throat> not to sound like a broken record here, I've said this like you know, I've said this like three or four times. But once again, people thought The Martian was based on a true story. <laughs> Listen to some of these tweets uh, when the movie came out. Sometimes I'm smart, and sometimes I Google, "Is The Martian based on a true story?" <laughs> <laughs> Just found out The Martian isn't based on a true story. Honestly, pretty disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Overheard two people talking at Panera about how The Martian was based on a true story. Asking if The Martian was a true story, not one of my finer moments. <laughs> at 2.46 a.m., what do you mean no one has been to Mars? You mean The Martian isn't based on a true story? Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Someone behind me just asked if The Martian is a true story. And then one more here. Uh, genuinely bothered me uh, that my mom thought The Martian was a true story. So yeah, everyone involved, you know, that that made this movie, you know, they made a movie that where a lot of us thought we went to fucking Mars. Right, right. That is quite the achievement in storytelling, uh, costume design, production design. That they made a movie that that seems feasible, like the shit really happened, like it was yeah. a biopic. Yeah. You know, but it's not. It's science fiction, guys. So I'm going with The Martian for just being realistic, yeah. you know. Uh, I, I think it's, it's amazing. I forget who it was. I think it was my mother-in-law said something like, you know, when did we go to Mars? Yeah. <laughs> I must have missed that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, that takes us to best scene. <clears throat> so I kind of already talked about this before, so I won't, I won't belabor it too much, but the... Best scene for me is that is the Apollo 13, like the splashdowns. It's the, mm. it's the splashdown yeah. and then the celebration. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just one. everybody losing their shit when they finally come through on the radio. Uh, that's another one of those scenes where I think you can you can draw apples to apples. between. You know, they both have the kind of the same scene. I think this one just fucking crushes it. It's so like, you just feel so elated. You know what I mean? When it comes through. And, he, and I've seen Apollo 13... Uh, uh, probably 20 times in my life and, and every time it just feels like 
a rush. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. fuck yes, time, dude. When like, was the last time you watched it before I this? I bet <clears throat> the last time I saw it was probably in high school, you know, when they, they wheel out the fucking TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. I bet it I bet it was. I can't think of as an adult when I would have watched it, but I know in school we would have watched dude, it. Dude, uh, Challenger just like, celebrated, like, what, 30 years of the Challenger blowing up? Almost. Maybe. Yeah. It's the 86, so it's close to 30 oh, yeah. years. I suppose. Yeah, I think that was just like last month. Yeah. So perfect timing. Almost for... 40 years, actually. Was it 40 yeah. years? Yeah, 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 almost 40 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. That takes us to. Oh, yeah. So I'm still going to have to do scene. We're still on best scene. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually going to go with Apollo 13, but I'm going to do a scene that takes uh, place like just right before the splashdown. It's kind of two scenes in one, but they go really well together, and that's designing and executing the startup sequence. So first you start off, well, first you start off with uh, Lovell up in the, uh, up in space saying, hey, we got to figure this out. Uh, please give us a plan. Give us anything you have, essentially. And then you cut to Mattingly in the test capsule, and he's just failed uh, putting together a plan. His supervisor's on his ass for uh, not getting it together. And then he finally thinks, oh, well, what if we do this? And then it works eventually. But it's like super tense because you have to keep an eye on the needle uh, that's uh, yeah. keeping track of uh, how much energy they have left. So then you eventually get to Swigert in the Lem, and uh, there's condensation. He's afraid he's going to push for the wrong buttons. He can't read uh, the instructions, so Mattingly has to tell them to tell it to them. And eventually, yeah, they figure it out, and it's a nice capper where. Hayes congratulates him. He says, good job. Because, like, earlier in the movie, they got into an argument where uh, Hayes basically accused uh, Swigert of just botching the whole mission in the first place. So it's just a really good scene. It also is a good scene that describes, you know, the ingenuity involved in just um, figuring out how to keep the spacecraft alive and getting the astronauts home. You know, just a random thought here, but... It's crazy that there's people like us do you know doing what we do on a daily basis, uh-huh. and there's people that fucking work in mission control, mm-hmm. and yeah. they're astronauts. It's like, are we even the same fucking species? Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. you one, know, one of the things that I think about every time I see this movie <clears throat> is like, like I'm a I'm a pretty smart guy. I feel like everybody at this table is a pretty smart yeah. guy. But there's a scene where Jim Lovell has to do advanced trigonometry in his fucking yeah. head, or they're gonna spin out of control and Fuck. bounce off the planet. Yeah. And it's Fuck. like, can you imagine yeah. your whole life demands yes. that you figure out advanced trigonometry uh. right now? Yeah. Like, yeah. like you gotta, you gotta you math to, the shit out of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to you have to math the shit out now. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's nuts. Dude. Yeah. It's like, are we even the same fucking species? Dude? Yeah, man. All right, my best scene, uh, you know, it's kind of related to what I was just talking about, but it's the square peg in a round hole mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. And there's multiple scenes in Apollo 13 and The Martian where, you know, everyone's trying to help the crew figure out, you know, what to do and how to get home. But goddamn, man, I can't imagine being in space, you know, and having to build a filter out of a bunch of bullshit <laughs> where you're going to die. Like, yeah. you're stressed, you're mm-hmm. tired. You have NASA screaming at you, you know, telling you to build something out of you know, fucking space, space spare parts and mm-hmm. duct tape. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't get this right, you're going to die. You, and I was thinking about that, you know. It's like, it, my filter would have been shit. Right. I, dude, can you imagine, like, if all three of us built a filter right now? Yeah. It's like, go, you got, like, you know, 
you know, thirty minutes to build a filter out of everything, you know, anything in this fucking studio. Go, yeah. like, we're all dead, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But in real life, they did it. Uh-huh. Like, guys, they fucking built a filter. Yeah. That essentially brought them home so they could mm. breathe. Man, it's it's yeah. crazy to me that they pulled off that shit. Man, I would have died in space, man. Yeah. Even if I would have known the math. It's, your- it's just like, <laughs> hey, I need you to like build this. It's like, god damn, I can't even build a Lego set, man. <laughs> so anyway, it just blows my mind. It's such an, a, a, an iconic scene, man. Yeah. Such a, I don't know, such a great scene. Yeah. Gotta go to Marsh real quick, actually. Oh, my bad. Uh, so <clears throat> Marsh's best scene. This award is, again, based on something that just kind of sat with me more and more I thought about it, uh, the more I felt like it deserved an award. And so this scene goes to the Martian scene where Watney is being rescued and he's getting emotional. He's on comms with his crew and he's finally about to launch off to Mars and he just can't contain how much <clears throat> how much that really hits him. Mm-hmm. Damon delivers big time and it helps to drive home just how alone this mm-hmm. man has been for so long. For this rescue moment to finally arrive just overtakes him. I love I love that scene where he just starts breaking down. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's you know he's laughed about a lot of stuff, you know, and he just tries to keep uh, moving forward, getting shit done, yeah. laughing about it. But that moment where he knows like you know this is it, yeah. you know the rescue mission is here, and if if this botches like I'm I'm dead, you know, and he gets to see his friends again, and yeah. he just starts breaking down. That's a great moment for Matt yeah. Damon as well. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I didn't mean to cut you off at the no. uh, Marshall there. So that's back to you for, for defining moment. Mm. So for me, again, it's something I kind of alluded to earlier, but <clears throat> Jim Lovell staring up at the moon and mm-hmm. just kind of putting his finger over it, and yeah. and <clears throat> one of the and part of the reason why he got my best character was because you get to spend this time with him on Earth later because you know this is his like his life's ambition. This is like mm-hmm. the only thing he's ever looked forward to. It's his professional, you know. He's like, I'm never going into space after this because yeah. I'm gonna go. It's the best crew. It's the best mission. It's the best everything. I'll never top it. And then just knowing that, like, I, th- I think I think the quote is like, "We we just lost the moon" or yeah. something. Yeah, and dude, that like, is a great that quote. would be a good quote too. I thought that's yeah. a great quote. Yeah. Can uh, you imagine? Like that's yeah. your that's your life, man. That's your right. hobby. Like it's yeah. and that's, everything you that's want. It and and like and and again, that's part of why he got my best character was just like you get to really s- spend that time with him where it's like you know how much it means to him. And now it. Not only are you like probably gonna die, you know what yeah. I mean, but like you just lost the thing that you've looked forward to your entire life. Yeah. You know? What about old and boy so, who didn't even get to make it on the ship, dude? That oh, but he's so, yeah, and he didn't even get syphilis yeah. or whatever the fuck it was. Measles. Yeah. Measles. Uh, syphilis. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even get AIDS. Uh, <laughs> the flowers no. are not blooming. G- G- yeah. 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 Gary Sinise crushes it. Like yeah. I, I love. He's just in the fucking sim. He's in the sim uh, module yeah. for like it, it seems like days. And he's just... I what love... happened to Gary Sinise? I just watched Ransom a couple nights ago. Gary yeah. Sinise is so Gary great Sinise in that, is so man. good. Yeah. 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 All right, Matt, where are you going? So I'm also going Apollo 13, but I am going with the liftoff from the launch pad at Cape Canaveral. Mm. Like, all the actors' faces are, like, very tense. Um, I especially like when you cut to the relieved face, uh, both the wives. I mean, you have uh, Tracy Reiner as Mary, who's crying, but you have... Uh, Kathleen Quinlan as Marilyn, who's just like looking up to the sky in wonder. It's just, it gets me all the time. And then you have James Horner's score yeah. as the spaceship takes off. You have the um, the crew, the Michigan Control Crew, just really excited. And then just the stoicism of the 
Apollo 13 crew. It's just like a great moment. Right on. That takes yeah. us to Marshall. Marsh says, uh, the scene in Apollo 13 where they're circling around the moon to propel themselves back to Earth uh, has the defining moment. That's when James Horner's part of the score uh, titled The Dark Side of the Moon hits and Tom Hanks says, uh, I've seen it, when told to look at the Earth. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, and he understands that Jim Lovell will never get to live out his dream of landing on the moon. It's a truly beautiful, heartbreaking scene. Uh the more so because we get to see this beautiful shot of Earth, but also that Jim can't bring himself to appreciate it because he knows that the moon is lost. Yeah, that's a great, great defining moment. <clears throat> so I almost went with uh, The Martian for costume and production design. Um, I considered uh, Janty Yates and Arthur Max for the MVP. Mm -hmm. And then I almost gave uh, the MVP to Tom Hanks. Um, it's not his best performance, uh, but he has that good old boy American... You know, spirit to the yeah. movie. You know, uh, like I said earlier, Tom Hanks is the, the chicken noodle soup for the soul, man. He mm -hmm. just adds to this movie. But I ended up going with uh, Defining Moment. And uh, after thinking about it, it's the uh, the ending of Apollo 13. And guys, every time, I think you said this, Nathan, um, I know they survive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every time yeah. I know that they're, yeah. they're coming in, you know. But I'm always on the edge of my seat. Like, it's probably been 10 years ago, but I remember being on the edge of my seat then, the first time I watched it in the theater. This time, like, especially this time. This time, I know they're fucking coming home. I know the story, you know? And I'm like, are they going to make it? You know, did the heat shields hold up? Tears in my eyes. And I know they make it. It's just a great moment that just, yeah. just fucking stirs you, dude. Yeah. Uh, so it's my defining moment. Um, I'm going with Apollo 13. So that takes us to Best Director. Before I get to, like, <clears throat> what my pick is, let me just say about, about Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott has made some of my favorite movies ever. And then he makes shit that I just don't yeah, fuck. I don't, weird, you know, it's it? so uh, inconsistent. Yeah. I, like, there's a lot of directors like that. Tim Burton's like that, too. Tim Burton's got some fucking killer movies. And then he's got movies that's like, what the yeah. fuck are you doing? I don't... Um, 100% I, dude I'm I, right there with you I don't like um, I do not dislike The Martian at all I think I think it's a totally fine movie but like I think it's a top five yeah. Scott a movie top, top five mm -hmm. really Scott movie yeah it could be mm -hmm. yeah it could be uh, yeah it could be it's just like when I when I hear like oh this is a Ridley Scott movie to me that doesn't hold the same weight that maybe it once did you know what I mean yeah yeah uh, so Anyway, I'm just saying that's so why I can say Ron Howard fucking crushes yes. it. Like Ron yes. Howard is a great fucking director who I probably doesn't get enough credit mm -hmm. really. Like, uh, and Apollo 13 is just a good example of like Ron. It's funny because you said Tom Hanks is kind of that chicken soup kind of. Yeah, yeah. Ron Howard's kind of a chicken soup director. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's kind of I kind of think of him the same way. Like this is this is just this is his 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 movie, man. You know what I mean? So uh, just in terms of practical effects, casting. Uh, everything really i best director i would say Ron while Howard. you were talking yeah. i was looking up uh ridley scott and it's like yeah dude how can you make blade runner gladiator alien and mm -hmm. then make you know exodus gods of kings yeah right. like did you forget how to make movies or what people yeah. give a fuck about like an exodus is like one of my favorite adventure movies but that movie fucking blows um and then you look at like american gangster just okay not the best mm -hmm. gangster movie but you think ridley scott would deliver like the best fucking gangster movie it doesn't even touch you know godfather right anything, right uh, the Robin Hood remake. It's fucking boring, you know? It's like, how can you yeah. make some of these yeah. other movies that are just like, wow, that's fucking Scott. And then, you know, 
half of your career is just bland well, shit. And and don't and so this is this is kind of the point. It's, I Tim wanted Burns to make, is a great right? example. Mm-hmm. This is another point I wanted to make. Right, where it's like, if you told me that one of these movies, this, this is like a a kind of. It's not a thriller, but there's there's it's a tense space movie, mm-hmm. and Ron Howard got it over Ridley Scott. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ridley Scott knows how to make a tense space movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. But but the the Martian <laughs> yeah. is like Ron Howard fucked you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Ron Howard fucked you so hard on it's this. It's so one. funny. You're right though. Um, it's like, dude, you know yeah. how to make it. I know you know how to do this. <laughs> it's like sometimes you're just like, are you doing too much? Are you, are you just on autopilot? Like, just wake the yeah, fuck up, wake really the fuck up, man. You know yeah, how to yeah. do this. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, yeah. uh-huh. I agree with 100%. Uh, best director, <laughs> Apollo 13, Ron Howard. I think it's probably his best film. He also has to make, that has the challenge of making two films in one. It's like a patriotic, mm-hmm. let's go to the moon, um, rousing space adventure, but it's also a thriller. Shit's uh, going wrong, we might die. So he has to actually balance those two pretty well. He has to balance a family drama with mission control with astronauts. Um, I mean, I, I can get, we can get to this in other categories, but it, he also directs all the elements well. Um, it's really good editing. It's really well paced. Um, it's just really well balanced overall. And yeah, you just said it best. Uh, Ron Howard crushes it. Good old reliable Ron Howard. <laughs> yeah. All right, what does Marshall say? He says, again, uh, this one's pretty easy. It goes to Ron Howard for Apollo 13. The 90s put out some damn good quality films, and Ron Howard delivered big time with an epic like Apollo 13. Technically brilliant, great casting, great score, wonderful story, a win for Apollo 13. Yeah, nice. All right, um, I think Ridley Scott and Ron Howard deserve this award. I have no ties tonight, which is rare for me, so I'm not going to tie this. Um, I... Maybe I should. They they both really do deserve this. Um, again, I would argue that The Martian is Ridley Scott's top five. But um, I'm gonna go with uh, with Ron Howard. Yeah, I'm yeah I'm gonna go with Ron Howard. And this might be and this might be cheating a little bit. Again, they both deserve it. But um, I'm gonna give it to Ron Howard because I think Apollo 13 is his best movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be his. Yeah, be- like is. what what else do you think uh, you would put up against it? Give me a second to look up. What he's I'll tell you. I'll tell you some of the the, uh, the highlights. Ransom, okay. okay. Apollo thirteen over Ransom. Yeah. Beautiful Mind. Mm-hmm. Apollo thirteen over yes. Beautiful yeah, Mind. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would say Cinderella Man. Apollo thirteen yeah. over Cinderella Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like. I like all those movies. Yeah. yeah. But but, but, Apollo, think, but Apollo thirteen. I yes. think he maxes yes. out there mm-hmm. though. I think that's that's the that's that's the best of Ron Howard right there. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, man, like Apollo 13, man, it's just suspense, tension. You know, he gets great performances out of the cast. You know, I don't think you could make a better Apollo 13 movie. Mm-hmm. You know, t- today, give it to Christopher Nolan. Right. I don't, th- right. I don't think Christopher Nolan could make a better Apollo 13 movie. No, he made In- Interstellar instead. And <laughs> shit, I, if you put Interstellar yeah. in this and we just, we're just doing space shit. Yeah. Apollo 13 shits and runs all over interstellar definitely do you agree? yeah you agree, agree with that yes. yeah nathan do you agree with that yeah and again you know i know how the story ends but i'm on the edge of my seat every time i watch this just solid classic filmmaking all the way around um ron howard made a classic with apollo 13 that's where i'm going that takes us to wild card create your own category 
My listen, guys. I've been up Apollo Thirteen's ass this entire episode. <laughs> this this point, I'm literally just calling. Look, f- Matt Damon deserves a fucking point. Okay, later <laughs> I, have, Matt I have been fucking yeah. shitting. Matt Damon. I have been. I I have not been shitting on the Martian. I just think Apollo Thirteen yeah. is a is a better movie. I'm and so right it there takes with the categories. You, but got Matt Damon does a really good job. He's yeah. a great actor in this movie. He has a great actor, and he's a he gives a great performance. And I think Marshall said it when uh, in his write up. He is carrying his film in a way that Tom Hanks isn't. He doesn't have to. You yeah. know, it's really, it, really, this movie lives or dies based on Matt Damon's performance, and I, he does a great fucking. He's entertaining. Yeah. He's very entertaining. He's very believable. I, yeah, he deserves a point. Yeah. Probably his best movie, right? Man, next I to, had ne- to, think next about to like it. Born Identity, yeah. Born Supremacy, and I haven't seen those for like a decade. So right. I'd really have to think about it, man. Yeah. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, that's Maybe. a solid one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Matt, what are you thinking? So, um, for my wild card, I'm going back to Apollo 13, and I'm going with the uh, best crew. Uh, Lovell, Hayes, and Swigert, they have very different power personalities, so they very much clash. Like, Swigert's kind of a, a little bit cocky. Uh, Jim Lovell's the experienced one. He's level-headed. Um, and Hayes kind of feels like he's a little bit in between. Um, but they work well together. Mm-hmm. There's great chemistry between the cast, among the cast, like we said, it has great acting. Um, all of those three guys do a great job. They pretty much become like a, a small family unit because they're forced yeah. to. And because of that, they get along better than they might otherwise have and they get the job done. So that's where I'm going with my wild card. And, and I, just, I would just add to that, Matt Mattingly. Yeah. Mattingly is as, yeah, as like the fourth that, man, yeah. you know yeah, what I mean? He, like, has, he does a great job of that as well, yeah. Yeah, the fact to a fourth crew member. That's why I put down. Yep, yep. Uh, let's see here. Marsh says, "Wild card." I really enjoyed watching the Martian again. Uh, I had forgotten how entertaining it was. As I said before, I thought Matt Damon gave a great performance, so the Martian gets my best comedy award, just like it did at the Golden Globes. <laughs> I understand the yeah. logic slightly, but it makes no sense. But in yeah. in this versus, it was the definitely the most comedic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it gets my award. That's all you got, Marshall. Come on. Yeah, I, I really phoned the shit out of that, that one. Can I get a rubber chicken to that? <laughs> <laughs> Phone that one in, Marshall. Yeah. All right. So uh, wild card. Um, both movies put in the work, I think, you know, to be as realistic or, you know, as accurate as possible. Um, I gave my special achievement to The Martian for being realistic. So now I want to give um, some love to Apollo 13. Um, Ron Howard also consulted with NASA to make the most accurate movie that he could. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mission Control Room, I don't know if you guys read this, but it was so believable that a NASA employee who was a consultant for the, for the movie said the set was so realistic that he forgot he was on a movie set. Like, he walked yeah, out a door yeah. and he was, like, you know, in Hollywood or something. And he's yeah. like, what the fuck, man? I thought I was on in fucking NASA. Yeah. Uh, the spacesuits. The actors actually wore um, spacesuits, man. Like, fucking cut off air and everything. Uh, the command modules were constructed from real Apollo material. They used transcripts for the screenplay. Uh, so, yeah, I talked about the Martian being realistic and accurate, but so was Apollo 13. So I wanted to yeah. give and share some love um, there. So I'm going yeah. with Apollo 13 for my wild card. All right, that takes us to our next category, What the Fuck. Um, let's give a few runner-ups. Uh, let's try to keep it down to a few per movie, uh, and then we'll give our main What the Fuck. Does that sound good? Yeah. Um, I don't think I really have any runners-up, really. Uh, so... Now I'll just pass it over to you. Okay, so Apollo 13, I just have a couple of runners up. Uh, 
The film opens with a rather graphic sex joke as Swigert slowly inserting a bottle into a glass. And uh, just the way his girlfriend's looking at him, you think she's going to, like, bang him right there. It's just really... It's a really <laughs> weird scene. Yeah, especially for a PG movie. You yes. think it would be PG-13, but no. I'm, I'm like, basically simulating sex, and it's still yeah. PG. That's um, hilarious. I had yeah. that same thought. I'm like, can you just cut that out? Yeah. Like, that's the most 90s thing in that movie. Yeah. That's a good point. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and I get like I watch this with my kids, and it's like the very first yes. line yeah. of the movie, and uh-huh. it's like, oh no, man, yeah, that's <laughs> kind of weird, dude. Yeah, and just a minor what the fuck, uh, just all the premonitions of bad luck and stuff, like uh, Mary, Mary, like uh, Mrs. Lovell's having the nightmare, and then she's saying, oh, well, this is mission number thirteen. She loses her wedding ring. There's a, like a glitch that happens at the very beginning of the mission. Uh, so it's, it just got a little bit too much at the beginning. Uh, after that, it was fine, but it's kind of minor for me. All right, so is that all for runner-ups? No runners-up from uh, Marsh, looks like. Okay. So I have uh, two here. Uh, one, I just can't get it out of my head, and it's from um, Apollo 13. And all the crew members of Apollo 13, I believe, are still alive, except for one. Yeah, I believe it said in the credits that somebody had died. Yeah, it's, it's Jack. Okay. Jack dies. Mm-hmm. And he's played by uh, Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. And uh, it says uh, he left NASA, was elected to Congress, mm-hmm. but he right. died of cancer before he was able to, to take office. Yeah. And I remember just sitting there watching that, mm-hmm. you know, and it really did shake me. Yeah. I was just like, you know, you, you go through something like Apollo 13, mm-hmm. you know, you think that you would be granted to live like a, you know, to an old ripe age <laughs> at that right. point, you know, mm-hmm. but you go through that and then... You die of yeah, cancer. Yeah, yeah. You know, it just, it blows my mind. Yeah. Can you imagine Martian <clears throat> ending with him just saying, you know, well, he, he did have plutonium, like, or whatever. That, on the that's, you know back. what? That's a good what the fuck, because yeah. that's, that's another one of those things where, like, you go through Do you think Mark's little... dead in five years? Absolutely. He's sitting next to a fucking ejected core. Yeah. Like, so, what? so is it worth all of that if you're just going to die in five years? Well... Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, you still because it happens so quick, right? Life does, and it's like because you're putting all these other people in in you know uh, harm's yeah. way, and I don't know. It's just one of those wild things that you're just like, wow, was it was it, sure. was it worth it if you're just gonna die? Well, but anyway, you, with Jack, <laughs> it, it, no, I'm saying like with Jack though, it just sucks that yeah. you go through this this like nobody will, none of us at this table hopefully will ever like know what it was like to go through something like Apollo 13, sure. right? Yeah. And just to, to come back from that and just die of cancer. Like, fuck yeah. cancer, man. That, yeah. that, that fucking... That, that sucked. I watched that at the end of it. I was just like, man, that kind of just shook me. I just had that yeah. thought in my head. Like, man, what a, what a motherfucker, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I was thinking about that. And then um, another one would be, you know, again, people really thought we went to Mars. Mm-hmm. What the fuck for yeah, uh, The is, Martian. Yeah. And then uh, the third act of The Martian gets really... Uh, like, the whole movie's really good. And then, like, mm-hmm. the third act, it's still good, but it gets loosey-goosey. You yeah, know, it plays with the rules, like the ship. They blow up their, their own ship to save him, and then he does the Iron Man stunt in space. And... Yeah, that was my runner. My only runner-up with The Martian was that. Like, the, all the recalculations that they have to do just seems overkill. Um, like, once or twice would have been okay, but they just have to continually, continually have to figure out how to breach the gap. Between the Aries and yeah. getting to Mark Watney, mm-hmm. just like I think there's a yeah, better way. Seems, yeah, it seems like it drags out too it's much. It's like Bob wrote the script and then Kevin came in and finished the third act. It's yeah. like, can we get Bob back? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. what happened to Drew? Yeah, you know, where's what did Drew write this? Because it doesn't. Yeah, this doesn't sound or feel like Drew. Like the third act yeah. feels like a goddamn Marvel movie. Right. I'm sure. So, uh, 
I do have a, a quick a quick runner up. What the fuck? Just I just thought of this. Uh, <clears throat> what's with like introducing the Kate Mara Sebastian Stan love <laughs> interest thing? Yeah, that was weird. And like yeah. the last five minutes of the yeah, movie, right. where she's like kissing his helmet. Yeah, and like and it's like don't tell anybody. And it's yeah. like you have. It. I'm sure that's in the book. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they have a relationship in the book. Yeah. But like in the movie, it's like. Why are we spending time developing this yeah. in like the last five minutes of the movie? I By the way, my know. wife, I think uh, she watched Apollo thirteen, or no, she watched The Martian with me, and she was like, uh, I think five times, man, Sebastian Stan sure is hot. I mean, he's all right. He's like after five times, can you get the fuck out of here? Man? <laughs> <laughs> all right, that takes us to our number one. Number one, what the fuck? Okay, I want you to imagine that you are Ridley Scott. <laughs> okay, and okay. you can use. The, you can use the song Waterloo in mm-hmm. one movie, and you're going to use it in The Martian over Napoleon. Yeah. That's <laughs> you know what I mean? That like, what fair. the fuck? I bet he wanted to use it in Napoleon, too, but he yeah. was like, nah, man, yeah. I fucking used it already. I don't want to be, like, fucking Scorsese and, yeah. like, give me shelter and just fucking <laughs> use it and everything. Uh, Zack so Snyder I, seems like he would film Napoleon <laughs> with Waterloo in slow motion. I even thought Maybe it's too on the nose. Yeah. Obviously it's on the nose. But I mean <laughs> That's with, Zack Snyder with, shit, with, dude. With the amount of like historical accuracy that he put into Napoleon, uh-huh. I wouldn't be surprised if he just fucking threw Waterloo in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like fucking what uh-huh. In fact I even went into the the score for what for uh Napoleon and there's like a Waterloo Requiem or something track over and I was I even went into it and listened to it like I wonder if he like uses the light motif like you know what I mean like you can kind of pick up on Abba uh, no no I just think it's weird because I was I was there's like an entire scene in the Martian where it's like it's Waterloo and it's yeah, like we're, we're like only a few months out from he just released this big fucking Napoleon movie I just yeah. thought it was funny yeah that's funny so my number one what the fuck is actually what the fuck where like uh, <laughs> Matt Damon mouths what the fuck a couple of times. Uh, He'd already said fuck once in the movie. He also said fuck you. And in PG thirteen, you only get so many fucks. Yeah, yeah. So I think the way they got around that was having them mouth that, which is like pretty impressive. So for avoiding getting an R rating, that's my number one what the fuck. Nice, that's solid. What is yeah. what does he call uh, people on Earth? Like the people that that told the other astronauts that you know didn't give them all the information that he was still alive. He called them a name that's yeah, real fucking nasty. It, yeah. It's like sucking cum out of your ass or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's one that we looked it up. It's like what is he called? Like a felcher? Uh it I don't recall. I know I know that yeah. Hey Google. What is a felcher? On the website dictionary.com, they say Felching is the sexual act of licking or sucking semen out of a partner's anus. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's what I think that's what he calls people. I, so, it may be. I yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Well, I'm so glad. Okay, uh, we're just going to Marsh's. Uh, Marsh's Apollo 13 really didn't have any what the fucks from me. Uh, from the Martian, though, Jessica Chastain is a shitty commander who, oh, yeah. who risks her whole crew. MCU think, commander. Think, yeah, <laughs> thinking she's going to save Watney during a Martian storm. No commander would have been that fucking stupid. Yeah. True. So I just looked it up. Uh, Mark calls them filters. Okay. So he's he, that's what he called them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, so I mean, like all these people on Earth are like looking that up because it's like, you know, broadcasted. <laughs> like, can you imagine some 12-year-old and like, what's a filter? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like come out of someone's ass. <laughs> all right. So uh, my number one, what the fuck, okay? Imagine this. Can you imagine peeing into a space bag? 
mm-hmm. that you 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 put your dick into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And now your fellow astronaut buddy has to share the same bag with you because of this whole Apollo yeah, 13 yeah. shit, right? <clears throat> and your dick starts burning. Yeah. Because yeah. your fellow astronaut buddy probably has an STD. Yeah. yeah. That is like that's some fucked up shit, dude. Yeah. yeah. When they said like, "Hey, I think you know Jack. I think it was Jack. Right? Give me the clap. Or Give me the clap yeah. or something." Mm-hmm. But you have to get the clap to in order to survive because you have right. to pee. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to get the clap from Jack <laughs> to make it back to Earth. Yeah. 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 That I don't know. That was that's really shitty. fucked up. Like that's yeah, shitty. shitty. That's yeah. so shitty, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope now. There's multiple pee bags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so you have to stick your dick in Jack pretty much. Well, that's... Yeah, it is weird, like... Because, I mean, imagine we all go up into space, we all have to fucking stick our dicks in the same tube. Yeah. Like, that's kind of weird. And you're like, God damn, dude, like, man. Nathan's a party animal, man. Like, he just fucked ten chicks before we went up. Yeah. And I gotta put my dick in that? Uh, <laughs> it's fucked up, dude. <laughs> all right, that takes us to... Best Picture. Apollo 13. I, I, I think, again, I really, guys, I liked The Martian I, 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 quite a bit, in fact. In my, my, in my kids, I talked to them about it. They said they liked, uh, they liked The Martian more. Okay. But they're 12, uh, and I'm 40. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, my, what my opinion matters. I think Apollo 13, again, um, might be a Pantheon movie. Uh, I'd probably, I'd say yes to a Pantheon. So, again, like, if you're in a versus and you lose to a Pantheon movie, there's no shame in that. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So... Uh, yeah. See what you think about this, Nathan. Yeah. This was a fun versus, um, Matt. Yeah. And we don't know what's going to be nominated this year. Mm-hmm. Probably some big, big movies, right? Mm-hmm. But I think if you would have nominated this, yeah. you probably would have won mm-hmm. best nomination. Okay. Of the year. What do you think? Without knowing what's going to come yeah, up, yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. like, yeah, it would be, a, it's a good nomination. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a, it, it's probably, and, it, and it, you know what's funny is like, People I wouldn't have. It. I wouldn't have ever even thought about no, it. No, I would never have thought it. about nominating this movie. That's but a, then when you watch it, and you're like, "Damn, that's a fucking see right real there." Good movie. I think yeah, you man. missed like, out on this year's Roger Rabbit, where people's yeah. like, "Oh fuck, yeah, Roger Rabbit's amazing." You know, so yeah, Apollo 13 a, is fucking amazing. I forgot yeah. about. it. I forgot how good this yeah. movie was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I am also going Apollo 13. Um, kind of piggybacking with what you said about best director. I think that. Someone else probably could have directed, um, a, could have directed The Martian better. I, you know, I already mentioned that Ryan Howard directed the heck out of Apollo 13. Just re-echoing my comments from then. He has to balance a survival story, a family drama, a thriller, like basically this patriotic story of how we rescued astronauts, NASA's finest hour. It's just a really instant classic film. I think I felt that when I first saw it in the theater. Like, this is going to be an instant classic. It's one of the greats. Mm-hmm. I still feel that today. I can never get tired watching it. It gets my best picture. You know it was, like, one of the first IMAX movies, if not the first IMAX movie? Really? Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to, to wow. see mm-hmm. that in IMAX, man. Yeah. So, um, take that back. Yeah, yeah they so, could do it next year. I mean, it's going to be the 30th. So, it was... Um, Dumbed down for IMAX because like they didn't film an IMAX back like they did yeah thirty yeah. minute shorts right yeah. but it was the first movie that was then dumbed down for IMAX screens yeah I would love to see this in IMAX man mm-hmm. then then yeah. they had to and then they had to cut like I think like fifteen minutes off of it or something because mm-hmm. of the format in nineteen ninety five or yeah. whatever but mm-hmm. uh, Marsh is similar to what I said about best director Ron Howard 
Apollo 13 had great casting, great visual effects, great editing, great score. Above all, it's a really great story to tell. The numbers don't tell the story of how much I appreciated The Martian. This is true for me as well. I, the numbers don't show how much I appreciated it, but it I did. But it just could, couldn't stand up to Apollo 13 for me. So it gets best picture and three points, so no tie. That's a good point. I, have, I don't have any ties either. Yeah, neither do I. No? So yeah, my best picture is Apollo 13. Mm-hmm. And like I, we were just talking, I love revisiting movies that you forget are great. Mm-hmm. Like you know they're good, but you forget how fucking great they are. And yeah. Apollo 13 is one of those movies, like I hate saying this, but it's like they don't make movies like this anymore. No. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. It's just a solid classic. Mm-hmm. And um, after I watched it, I had that Roger Rabbit feeling where I'm like, seriously, I'm here sitting on the couch. And I'm like, God damn, Matt. And where the fuck did this come from? This, this is a solid fucking movie, man. Like, they don't make them like this anymore. Yeah. And I don't think I would have rewatched it if it wasn't for this versus or a nomination. Like, I, I don't know why I wouldn't because I, it's great. But I just I forgot. I forgot about Apollo 13. So let's remind everybody how awesome this movie is. Thank you. Yeah, That's so Apollo 13 is my best picture. Yeah. Anyway, anything else you want to say, Nate? Nope. Matt? Nope. nope, this is a great this is a great time. I'm glad you I'm very glad you were pleasantly surprised by these films. I wasn't sure what you would think of this versus. I just put together cuz I really like the films that so thought they fit well together. So I'm glad it turned out great. And like Marshall said, I I really Enjoyed The Martian. Mm-hmm. That was a really, yeah. really solid movie. Yeah. yeah I just did. Apollo 13 yeah. is, mm-hmm. you know, stronger. Yeah. So. yeah. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we will count the Golden Idols, and we will be right back with the results. <clears throat> we are back, but before we crown tonight's Golden Idol winner, Nathan, let's talk about the Facebook poll. Well, it looks like it's a pretty healthy poll. There's about 247 votes I'm seeing. Uh, before we go to the actual results, I can read some uh, read some uh, replies. Uh, Mike Smith says, could you add another choice? They're both wildly overrated. I thought, so I messaged you at the beginning yeah. of this. I go, do you want to add? I knew the themes he was going for, yeah. but do you want to add one to kind of split the two? And I, I suggested Gravity. And you said, no, I wonder what would have happened, though, with Gravity. It would have changed the theme a little bit, because gra- Gravity is different. Yeah, yeah. But... Although we, we talked about it in the group chat, and yeah. Matt, you explained kind of your rationale for it. I agree. Right. I mean, you know, I, I like these two movies. I think it's a good versus. Yeah, I mean, like, my rationale was that Gravity is basically a pure survival story, yeah. whereas these other two are survival story plus working together, figuring Mich- shit control, out, yeah. mission control. Yeah. Uh... Avi's Avi's favorite son, Al Patrickson, says, uh, I'm going to go with The Martian just because uh, it has a bigger cast, a bigger appeal, bigger scope, killer soundtrack. Big, big uh, disco fan, Al Patrickson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Makes sense. Lisa Fernandez says, I'm going to go Apollo 13. One, because it's an original film and a great cast. And two, The Martian is just a big budget version of Red Planet. And I feel like it's a ripoff. I want to watch uh, rewatch Red Planet with Val Gilmer. <laughs> Eight. It's gonna Actually, suck, but yeah. I do want to. I, I do want to rewatch it though. Uh, but on Halloween, can we? Can we, can we fit it in there? Probably. <laughs> it's like sci-fi horror. Yeah. Uh, right? April McBoom says, uh, "Winter Soldier sure is hot." See, uh, I told no, you. She, I didn't even see that. She comment. did. She, I made it up. Made oh it up. my god! <laughs> <laughs> Mother, if I, if I, that's uh, if I hear that one more time. I can't okay. watch Reacher. I've been trying to watch <laughs> Reacher. Every time he takes uh, his shirt off, she's like, "Do you see that? He took his shirt off." Yeah. 
I'm like, I'm, yeah. He's a smoke show. It's true. Okay. So for the actual poll, looks like in second place, we have the Martian with 99 votes. That's 40% overall, okay. uh, which means that Apollo 13 is our poll winner with 59% of the votes, 148. Hmm. 148 to 99. All right. So, Matt, do you have our awards counted at the table? Do I we, do. Do we line up with the poll? Pretty much. Uh, for the Martian, it's a total of 13. But Apollo 13, unfortunately, ran away with this one with 39. Wow. That's a train. Yep. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Apollo 13 ran a train on the Martian. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. It's time for the big question. Does Apollo 13 deserve Pantheon. Nathan, what is Pantheon? Pantheon is the house of the gods. The Pantheon film is a film that everybody needs to see. Uh, it might be it might be the best film of its type. It might just be uh, an experience that everybody needs to have. Uh, typically, it's just a, a film that fires on all cylinders, uh, does everything about as well or as unique as it can be. Uh, and so it gets some special recognition, basically. Okay. And uh, all of us have to be um, in agreement? For this, yeah. For this, yeah. Uh, to get kicked up to the council. Um, so we need four yeses mm-hmm. to get kicked up to the council. Um, let's start with our uh, our play-along tonight. Uh, okay. Let's, uh, let's show some appreciation to him yeah. for playing along and, and sending in some awards. What did Marshall say? Well, I don't know that Marshall has an answer on this. Oh, uh... I think it's at the right, bottom. As an update, yes. Apollo 13, yes to Pantheon. It is a well-crafted, Oscar-winning picture that tells an amazing true story. Fantastic visual effects that still hold up, great acting, and a stirring score that make it a classic for all time. Mm-hmm. All right. Matt, we'll let you go next. I say absolutely yes. Uh, I mean, just at this table, uh, what, what the results were, we've been... Praising Apollo 13 all night, deservedly. It's a classic film that holds up. The technology still holds up. Great acting, great editing, great everything. Very rewatchable. So I say definitely say yes. One of the best, uh, definitely one of the best astronaut movies. Probably one of the best astronaut movies. I think it would crush almost every other astronaut movie we put up there. Yeah, I think if you put it up against First Man, I think if you put it up against Gravity... Mm -hmm. If you put it up against, um, I you know I find the right stuff to be kind of boring. Mm-hmm. A lot of people love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Apollo thirteen is, you know, your science fact. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's one of the best science fact movies um, out there. Yeah. You know, I said earlier they they don't make them like they used to. Mm-hmm. They don't like this is like I think Marshall said like something about the nineties. Like they yeah. really, yeah. you know, hit some home runs and mm-hmm. Apollo thirteen is one of them. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the realistic design when it comes to the uh, mission control, the uh, the Apollo thirteen, uh, great cast. James Horner fucking killed it with the score. I mean, this is a it's 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 a no brainer for me. And like I said earlier, I forgot how great this yeah. movie was, and uh, I can't yeah. wait to kick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it'll be it'll make it into Pantheon. Mm-hmm. Easy. This is an yeah. easy yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too, mm-hmm. yeah. Nathan. Yeah. I think so too, Brad. Um, when you know when when you had said earlier, and I hadn't thought about this, but I I, I the more I think about it, the more I think you're right. Yeah, I think if you had nominated this, Matt, I think you would. I think it's one of those movies that it would have just run away. You know what I mean? As far like like Roger Rabbit was a good example. Yeah. When that went up, everyone was like, oh yeah, Roger Rabbit's a good movie. But oh like, yeah, oh, Roger fuck, Rabbit. Yeah. Fuck, Roger Rabbit's really yeah. fucking good, yeah. man. You know, and it's the same thing. Like, uh, I haven't seen this movie since I was in high school probably, but you go back to it and you're like, God, 
God, Paul Dirty is really fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't think well, so about what, it all the time. Why is it that like, people forget about it? We just kind I don't of. Know. I don't know. Is NASA just kind of. It could be. Maybe. Just to the side right now? Because yeah. I went to um, Party City tonight. Mm-hmm. I was going to get some costume shit for us to, to you know, jack around with. Mm-hmm. And it was really weird to me, dude. I went down the, the aisle. Uh, police uniforms, firefighters, you know, mm-hmm. Barbie shit, turtles, Star Wars. No NASA, no astronauts. It's like we've like lost our drive. I mean, even the movie says for, that. Like someone said in the yeah. movie says, you know, we've already been to space. People have just lost interest. That's why they didn't show the broadcast of like yeah. the Christmas bro- like the broadcast uh, during True. the mission. So yeah, yeah. I think people have lost interest, which is sad because it's, yeah. space exploration is yep. like so, mm-hmm. you know, just so fascinating. Yeah. You know, but I think that's where we are as mm-hmm. you know a society where it's just like, yeah, we've been there. You yeah. know, we've done that, which mm-hmm. is sad. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, any other comments, Nathan? No, this is a good. This is a good minute. And, and again, like I know I've said this probably twenty times tonight, but like I liked the Martian. The yeah, points so don't. The points mm-hmm. don't show right. that at all. But like, really enjoyed the Martian. I really, yeah. I really did. I didn't even have a Martian. complaint really yeah. until the third act. Really, no, you know? I really don't have many complaints. I yeah. would recommend it to people. It just, no. it just got fucking. It just gets destroyed. Category. Yeah. I think Martian. I don't know if it would like, make it, but I think Martian would have even been a really great nomination. Mm-hmm. You know, it, in, in any in yeah. any year. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I also think The Martian came close in a lot of my categories. I like it for soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, and some other awards. Uh, but definitely, I had fun with this. I'm glad it's got it kicked up uh, to the council. That surprised me. Pleasant surprise. And I'm glad you everyone had fun with this. I think we're going to have a couple kick-ups yeah. this year. We yeah. have animation. we uh, got... Yeah. You know, some wild cards, and we got some really interesting stuff coming up. So this might yeah. be the year where everyone gets annoyed and just fucking quits the council because they're going to watch <laughs> yeah. all these movies. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. All right, so let's close this mother down. Apollo 13 is getting kicked up to the council. Um, as always, I hope everyone enjoyed tonight's conversation. Where can Videoland find you? You can find me on the Facebook where the conversation begins and ends. See, that's yeah. the radio voice right there. <laughs> the old-time radio voice. Matt, end us with the old-time radio voice. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on X. You can find me on Adventures in Videoland. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite what I was looking for, but let's see if I can end it here. You can find me on Facebook as Brad McBoom. You can also find me on Instagram and the website. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people. God bless America.